Welcome into From the News, please. It's Red October. Callum Scott, man, what a guy. He finally reached a, a billion streams One today. billion. Or he, at least he got the plaque today. See, and we did that. We're responsible for that. I mean, I mean we're definitely responsible for at least like five to six hundred million of those like the, <laughs> like like over the, the Philadelphia past two years. Philly's fan base mm-hmm. has put Callum Scott on the map in the Delaware Valley for sure. I if mean, not I, nationally. I mean, honestly. I don't remember hearing that. I mean, I think I've heard it before it became a thing with the Phillies. I had never, but maybe never I didn't. once heard it before. Yeah, dude. I mean, that's unbelievable. That's unreal. And one of the TBS guys was like, I think it was a TBS guy. They interviewed Trey about it. And they were like, well, it's a sad song, depressing song. And he, he was just like, well, I mean, it's our song and we like it. <laughs> like, dude, like these, what are you going to do? Cry about it? <laughs> By the way, I should say welcome into From the News Bleats, but um, you already know where you're at. Seamus Doyle, <laughs> Pat O'Leary, Vince is at a hockey game or some shit tonight <laughs> and he couldn't make it. But uh, he's with us in spirit. Uh, just like he, he was at the Phillies game in spirit last night. Oh. But being the baseball men of the show. Like being the like we we're, we're the baseball men oh, like 100%. like we are the like OG like baseball people yeah on Vince from like the news barely boots. even remembers two thousand eight he Vince, was like five Vince is more excited about Julio Jones being a member of the Eagles <laughs> than he is about you know the Phillies and the NLCS I'm I'm just joking Vince <laughs> but yeah uh, Vince actually attempted to go to the game last night but um. Whoever was in charge of like the friendly soccer matchup that went over that there was ridiculous last night. I guess they didn't foresee it. Uh, the NLCS taking place this year, well, or they, the they Flyers probably, playing as well. They probably were used to scheduling shit in October in Philadelphia for the past like ten years, decade plus <laughs> so, before uh, last year. Yeah, so um, they're probably like, "Oh fuck it," you know, we'll schedule it during October, and then look what happens. Everything goes to fucking shit. So I wasn't able to get the full story from Vince because you know I was simply doing other things. <laughs> and um, so what happened was Vince was had tickets right to um to last night game game two of the nlcs mm-hmm. got stuck got in, him last second his girlfriend surprised him with him so shout out to sarah yeah good luck sarah with an a or an h how does she spell it again h with, with an, an h, h. Yeah. all right sorry sometimes i forget <laughs> things and you know it is what it is i am who i am right ty it is what it is i am who i am no shout out ben simmons <laughs> but um <laughs> who's absolutely going to cook this year for the nets by the way um, not if he's talking trash to philip with an f <laughs> true so <laughs> Vince was on his way down there, got stuck in bumper-to-bumper traffic mm-hmm. in that gridlock. Yep. Apparently, they literally just shut down the streets of South Philly last night. And had to turn around. And <laughs> yeah. and I feel bad for him because he was obviously extremely upset. Well, he's, he's never been to a playoff game. This is going to be his first playoff game ever. That Yeah. That, see, that sucks. And, and listen, I don't know the circumstances, but there's no shot I'm turning around. I mean, personally. No, you literally you couldn't get there. You just couldn't go there? No. It was, they had literally... Like close the streets because what about they weren't the, moving. The idea of abandoning your vehicle and you know just <laughs> yeah, that's really smart. And then just walking <laughs> to the ballpark to that's, see your first playoff game. No, I mean that's a really good idea, especially with like the uh, amount of carjackings in Philadelphia. I mean, has there ever <laughs> been a carjacking in Philadelphia during Red October? Do we know? No, that? Probably not. Yeah, yeah that's right, what I'm saying. Right. See, the vibes are high. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Vince, I am very sorry to hear about that. That absolutely blows. I mean, that sucks. I couldn't imagine that. I, yeah, I mean, I that's why I take the train most of the time now. Yeah, taking trains is good. Yeah, trains, trains fuck. Especially <laughs> to sporting events. But I want to dig into the to this series so far. Game one was kind of like, you know, a set-the-tone series, or a game, rather. Five-to-three mm-hmm. final score, I believe it was. Yep. Um, but last night was the game that we're going to be talking about, I think, when this series ends in um, two games from now. Mm-hmm. Because I firmly believe that Right now, they're going to sweep the Arizona Diamondbacks. Like that's, I just have the feeling. I think a lot of people have that feeling. But last night was just insane. Aaron Nola is getting completely overlooked because of obviously the putting up ten runs in a playoff game is insane. Um, but Aaron Nola this this postseason that was his third dominant start of the, of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. It, it's just unbelievable what this guy has done. And I think you're looking at a guy who made adjustments he talked earlier about caleb cotham helping him adjust oh uh, your favorite guy caleb cotham. caleb cotham who looks like anorexic reese hoskins with the, with the mustache now is that why you hate him uh yeah i, I look at him <laughs> and i think of reese hoskins no, ser- <laughs> like seriously i was like yeah that that's probably why <laughs> but i have to give him my flowers because good on caleb Cotham Coff- for helping helping him out adjusting whatever it was and uh it certainly worked and aranoa is now Probably going to get re-signed by the Phillies. 
And yeah. and I I would honestly, <laughs> if he shows up like this in October, Damn. I mean, yeah, that's like the if if he does, if also if we can get him to just like. I don't know, maybe not be like two hundred and thirty million. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> see. I don't. Nice. I don't know what's going to happen. The Diamondbacks, um, uh, three-hole hitter Tommy Pham, who was acquired from the Mets, and since being a snake, is hitting two forty-one with them. But that's neither here nor there. Overall, had a decent season. But last night after the game, or the day before, I can't remember, he was basically saying. Aaron Nola is going to get a lot of money on the free agent market. I mean, this guy is respected by opposing players, uh, by the league. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like, will it be our loss if we let him walk? It's it's kind of something that I'm thinking about now. And it's just based on what he's done in the playoffs this year. Yeah. It, it made me completely reconsider my stance on bringing Aaron Nola back. Yeah. I mean, just how dominant he's been is crazy. Because it's like you look at even like his last, what, seven starts, I think it was in the regular season. Like he was still like pretty decent. Like he, especially probably those last three games, he was really good. Oh, yeah. But, it was towards the end. He figured something out. But I'm not going to lie. It's like he also did this last year and then got abused in the World Series. He did so. get abused in the World <laughs> Series. That is 100% true. But if you remember last NLCS, he kind of got lit up in his start against San, uh, the Padres out there in San Diego. So uh, he improved this year, at least early in game two. Mm-hmm. And another thing that's telling about this team, everyone says, oh, it feels different. Well, it is different. It's extremely different. The roster is way better than it was last season. Uh, I was going to say defensively, which is still true if you're talking about outfield defense and not Trey Turner, <laughs> who is just, I, I don't, I, I don't I, I'm, I'm fully expecting him. Every time there's a ground ball his way now, I'm fully expecting him to fuck it up. I'm like on the edge of my seat, like, please don't fuck it up. And it's almost like you want him to fuck <laughs> up a, a grounder because it seems like he always responds with, with a home run. <laughs> it, it's just, um, it seems like he tries to take. redeem himself. Yeah, yeah, it's a little bit of give and take with Trey Turner. But as we said before, I'll take 40 Trey Turner hours if if he's going to show up offensively, especially like he is now in the in the postseason. Mm-hmm. But uh, Alec Bohm is playing out of his mind at Dude, third base. Oh, my God. He's the turning plays into plays he was making last night. He's I was turning fucking, into Scott Rowland over there. Yeah. I, I mean, the guy is an, an elite defender yeah. so far in the playoffs, and he's making plays that he certainly doesn't make last season. Oh, no. And no. most third basemen don't make those plays. Mm-hmm. And but, I mean, he's shown flashes of it this year, like, he all throughout the year. Like, there's been, like, obviously a couple things here and there, but, like, he's shown flashes of, like, this all oh, throughout yeah. the year. And then all of a sudden, it's just, like, everything that's anywhere on the corner, he's getting. It, it's 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 all clicking for the guy. And I don't know who had a better night defensively uh, last night in Game 2, Evan Longoria or <laughs> Alec Boehm. What was that all about? Stott gets jammed, pops mm-hmm. the ball straight up in the air, <laughs> Evan Longoria is, you know, around the baseball as he should be. Clearly his ball. Uh, Gabriel Marino is there too, the catcher, and it just drops. Well, and I think I think the pitcher fucked up a little bit there because he came in like too much. Yeah. So I, Evan was like, oh, fuck, the pitcher's going to get it, which obviously he should be calling him off. But, but like, but talk about a building, a stadium just getting to an entire team. Yeah. Just rattling. They looked fucking broken last night. They looked night. broken, uh, just like the Braves insane. did. Yeah. But the, the D-backs, it's the more you, and I know it's only been two games in a best of seven, but I mean, th- this looks like a complete overmatch. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, they these teams are just not on the same planet. Yeah. And it, I would be surprised if the, if there's a game six in Philadelphia. I mean, I would be completely surprised mm-hmm. because no, that would mean Arizona has to win three straight at home. Mm-hmm. With zero home field advantage, by the way. They're, that's not home field advantage. No. Also, apparently, there's a fuckload of Greyhound buses going from Philly to Arizona this week. They, and and, and insane, they might but they might take over. Say, have y'all seen the ticket prices first off? Yes. Like, for Arizona Diamondbacks game? Like 20 bucks. $15, I've seen. <laughs> it, it's just, it's, it's unbelievable. Uh, it, it's just crazy. I mean, they have given up on this team. Mm-hmm. They're not a great fan base to begin with. Mm-hmm. There was a decent crowd crowd size. I feel like Trump crowd says... There was a decent crowd size in uh, the Dodgers series for one or two of the games. But that's also like their biggest rival. Yeah, it's also their biggest rival. Yeah, so like they're going to show out for that. But I just, I don't know, man. Like I don't see this fan base like doing, replicating anything like what we do in Philly. No, I I mean, I just, obviously you don't see it. Um, You you don't see it anywhere. You really don't. Mm -hmm. And. These guys could talk all they want about, you know, we're not going to let the crowd get, I think Christian Walker, Norristown native, um, last night after the game said, yeah, I mean, you know, we don't even get 
bothered by crowd noises. This is on us. It's, you know, the crowd doesn't really impact much. We know that's a lie. Mm-hmm. We know you have to say that as an opposing player. Yeah. Um, Unless and, you're, well, the best was Merrill Kelly before well, the game. And that, that's just back to back series hysterical. of poking the bear. Yeah. Back to back series. Yeah. In the playoffs of poking the bear. And it's just <laughs> like you don't need to give give this team or this fan base any more bulletin board material. Yeah, like, they, why they the keep fuck doing would you it. do it? They like, keep doing just it. Just learn from other people's mistakes. Have you not learned from the Braves? <laughs> I, I mean, have you not learned from the Braves? And and it's just weird because John Heyman and Joel Sherman they do this baseball podcast. The New York Post guys, the National Baseball guys, Arson Judge. Uh, Arson Judge has <laughs> gone to the Giants. Uh, <laughs> shout out Heyman. Well, he, he's a he's a gem. Between him and Bob Nightingale from USA Today, you know those two are just gems. But um, uh, they had Alex Anthopoulos on Braves GM, and he was asked about the whole Arcia situation with Harper, and Anthopoulos pretty much said, "Listen, would you would we have liked for that to have happened? No, but at the same time, this is that's off the field stuff. I mean, those guys aren't thinking about it on the field." What are you talking about, brother? What? The entire thing happened on the field. The entire stare stare down by Bryce Harper twice happened on the field. So he actually said that, yeah, that stuff's off the field. That stuff's like oh, lock, no, he's locker talking room about the, stuff. No, but he's talking about the fucking, like, RCS saying it. Yeah, he's not but talking at, about the, the Bryce at the Harper same response. time, Bryce Harper brought it to the field. Yeah. So, I mean, it does. Which, I mean, if he hears that, obviously it's going to happen, but I think he's trying to imply that, like, oh, it shouldn't have gotten out. Yeah, probably. Which is what they were all saying. Which is bullshit. Which is like, shut the fuck up. You guys are fucking professional baseball players in the playoffs with a room full of reporters. But not to go back <laughs> to the to the Brave series, but... Oh, no, we can if we want we, to. We should, too. But, uh, I mean, Arcia is not, he's not a rookie. He's been around forever. I think mm-hmm. it's his eighth or ninth le- uh, year in the league. He knows what happens when you go back into the locker room. Yeah. He knows what happens. And during the postseason, is it different? Do, is there more media? Are there more media members? Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. Are the rules and regulations uh, broken at times uh, with regards to there being a decent amount of time between the game ending and media members uh, coming to the locker room. Maybe something like that happened. At the same time, you have to know that, especially now, that there is always someone listening. There is always somebody recording something. Mm-hmm. You, you just have to act as if there's press in there. And uh, for, for them, for Braves fans especially, which are just relentless, to keep making that excuse of, oh, it should have never gotten out. It's like, well, <laughs> dude, you said it. I I also don't like his response to it either. Like he could have said, "Hey, listen, man. Yeah, I said it. I'm I was being competitive. Harper fucked up. Uh, I thought it was a momentum shift for our team. I was happy about it. Whatever." He could have done what Alec Boom did last year. Yeah, took accountability. That man's not Alec Boom, is he? Yeah, hard to believe a fucking what eight nine year vet you were saying. Yeah, um, it's just hard to believe an eight nine, eight nine year vet can't take accountability for some stupid shit he said. Look at the stark contrast, though. That's a great point that you mm-hmm. made between a guy in his second full year last year. Was it second or third last year? Something like that. I don't that. even think it was a second. A young player in the league, yeah. just completely owning up to you can call them dumb comments in the moment comments that was caught on TV. Whatever he owned up to it. Mm-hmm. And the crowd responded with a standing ovation, and you know the the rest, the rest was history. They went on to the World Series uh, because of him, uh, in part. But yeah, RC is a little loser. The 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 Braves as a whole from that NLDS, mm-hmm. they were just losers, losers, losers. And, and I, I believe, it. I believe, I honestly do. And this is conspiratorial. This is the Alex Jones segment of the show. The Info Wars. Tinfoil hats on. Yeah, this is the Info Baseball Wars, all right? But I believe the Braves were, were cheating this year. I have zero evidence. I can't give you <laughs> any evidence, but I really, in my heart of hearts, believe that the Braves were cheating this year in some capacity. Ow. Were they banging on trash cans? I don't know. Were they stealing signs? Probably. But there is no <laughs> way that every single person in that batting order hit over, like, pretty much 20 home runs or more. What, do you think they had, like, a radio that they could somehow figure out the pitch comp? Listen, <laughs> if, if little Jose Altuve can figure something out uh, to cheat, then anybody can do it. Matt Olson is, I mean, listen, he's a big guy. He's got long legs, big, strong, long legs. But, I mean, the guy does not look like Barry Bonds on the Giants hitting 53 home runs. Give me a break. No, no way, dude. Something's going on. Something's going on. You think they're all juicing? I, th- I, I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> but I think something was going on there. That that Braves team just never made sense. And they, they go into Citizens Bank Park and they can't, they can't win. 
Why? Because it's too loud and they can't cheat. That's why. <laughs> Bottom line, they didn't have signs. Or we could be just like better than them, but which is probably also true. But well, I think I do think my favorite uh, Phillies playoff stat in general. Um, There's so many. No, no, no. Of <laughs> just like all time is that the Braves have never beaten us in a playoff series. It's almost that is unfathomable. Just, it's, it's hysterical to think about. It's crazy. Because there's so much shit that had to line up for that to happen because there's so many years that we weren't in the playoffs when they were like at their best. Yeah. And now it's like as soon as we're in the playoffs, we're just a buzzsaw to them. You know, what's crazy. Speaking of postseason stats, Jason Stark, who obviously Hall of Fame baseball writer, uh, had a piece in The Athletic today. And one of the stats that he came up with was, well, he didn't come up with the stat because that would imply that he just made the stat up. He researched and uh, presented us with the facts is what he did. In the entire existence of Veteran Stadium, there have been more play- uh, there have been more playoff victories within the last twelve months at Citizens Bank Park than there have been at thirty four years of baseball <laughs> at Veteran Stadium. Think about that. There well, have been more playoff play- series. Yeah, I I get it. Yeah. It is still insane, <laughs> insane. That's how many how much of an advantage CBP is. I think first of all, so wait, second of all, that's how two bad at CBP in general in, in the past twelve months alone. Jesus. They have had more playoff victories at Citizens Bank Park than ever in the entire existence of Veterans Stadium. That's ins- that actually is pretty insane. It's I thought you were saying insane. since CBP opened. No, just in the last twelve months. So that takes away the the run in from you know oh seven to eleven. Yeah. yeah, it's just it's insane. Like it's that's a crazy stat. Mm-hmm. But I mean, there's stats after stats after stats already. You have Kyle Schwarber. Uh, or, or uh, was it, oh you have Castiano? Who was it? Was it Casti or Schwarber that tied Reggie Jackson? Casti. I mean, I mean, come on, man. Four home runs in two games. Or it's insane. Five and three. He like lost that. me the parlay yeah. last night, by the way. No hits, but good job, <laughs> Casti. We still love you, Casti. Uh, but yeah, I mean, this this is this is a team to me that looks like if I take my Phillies blinders off, which is impossible, but I could try to. This. This is a team to me that looks like they are destined to be world champions. I mean, they're just, it's a roster that's built for the playoffs. They just like, are. They, just, they, and they're so tight knit. Like, they, they, they went out and found the right guys to compliment everything. And he needs to get a lot of credit here. You yeah. bring Dave Dombrowski in, future Hall of Fame executive. That's what he does. Mm-hmm. He puts together teams that win championships. I mean, that he's done it time and time again. And he's done it again. Uh, he really has. So credit to John Middleton for bringing him in here. Credit to John Middleton for giving Dave his money and saying, you know, I want I want another fucking trophy. Yeah. You know, I mean, so I think it's I think this is the year. I, I really do. I, I do think it's kind of insane just like looking at the ownership group and like looking at where we were like f- four or five years ago, maybe even even three years ago. The Clentax, the like, McFails. It's, the- it's crazy looking back at that. Because like everybody hated Middleton because oh, they were like, oh, he, he's not. He said the stupid money thing when he signed Bryce. People didn't like that. And then people were like, oh, where is it? Where's the stupid money? People didn't like it and after then the fact. Yeah. I think he just didn't want to give it to fucking Clintac. And I honestly, <laughs> looking back, you don't blame him. No, not at all. But you don't blame him. But that Clintac yeah. hire was extremely questionable in mm-hmm. my opinion. Uh, but, you know, whatever. Here we are right now in 2023 and the Phillies are two wins away from advancing to the World Series and six away from a parade. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's insane how far this franchise has come. And you got to give player development credit to guys like Alec Bohm, Bryson mm-hmm. Stott. I mean, despite their recent struggles in the playoffs, I mean, they they got you here. Yeah. They got you here. And they're both sort of turning it on. I know Stott, that Stott, by the way, pop-up from uh, Longoria, Canada is a single. <laughs> so he was two for four last night, including a little bleeder that went up the middle. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, that that, that could turn the tie for Bryson. Um, Alec Bohm's been hitting the ball in the screws. I mean, I it mean. It sucks, dude. He, he just missed a homer last night. He missed like I'm fucking. I'm glad he, he got that double, though. I yeah. mean, up the, uh, up the power alley yeah, there. That. But I, it was about time something fell for him. Yeah. Uh, Harper just missed a home run, too, last mm-hmm. night, which is mm-hmm. just insane to think about. But yeah, I mean, it, what a time to be alive. But back to the player development things, like you have guys like Stott, Boehm, Orion Kirkering, who has emerged as, I mean... He's a future closer. People always say 100%. about Ranger, about Ranger Suarez. Oh, he's got ice in his veins. Well, maybe he does. I've seen, You know, I think he does overall. But this guy, Kirkering, I mean, the dude was in double A, like, yeah. like a couple days ago, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And he's pitching in the NLCS like it's nothing, just mm-hmm. blowing these guys away. Mm-hmm. Dad's still crying, but blowing these guys away. 
and it's just unbelievable. <clears throat> and you got to give credit to Philly's player development and everything else. So, well, the, I think the craziest part too is like we have two guys that are genuinely contributing that skip triple a that's insane (laughs) what the fuck when when the fuck was the last time that happened in philadelphia and i got in my bag last night i got a little nasty with some twitter folks (laughs) because i complained (laughs) about johan rojas's um offensive ineptitude but i do realize that he's here for one thing he's here for defense Mm -hmm. rob thompson took him in his office had a meeting with him told him as much don't worry about your offense. You're staying in the lineup. Yeah. We need you out there. Yes. In center field. And he's been phenomenal. I mm-hmm. mean, uh, since he got called up, he's been phenomenal. And the other thing, too, is I know obviously Rob was like dicking around with like Pache and Marsh, depending on the pitchers, but like, I I don't know, man. Marsh has actually been fucking hitting. He's been hitting so like, well. Like, I mean, he's been hitting so well. Yeah. It's like, and I would much rather just keep, because Pache, when he was up, like, he just looked cold. I mean, he, he didn't really uh, do much. He can't hit. I, yeah. I I mean he just can't hit. I I think it's I think it's safe to say that guy is not ever going to be a good hitter. But uh yeah, Brandon Marsh, I mean, I can't say enough great things about he's him. Been a dog. He's been unbelievable. What he had a great season. He's going to go through everybody slumps in major league baseball. Mm-hmm. He's going to have his hot streaks, his cold streaks, but overall, uh his stats don't lie. His batting average doesn't lie. His his on-base percentage doesn't lie either. I mean, the guy's a dog. Like mm-hmm. you said, he he had a great season. And, and I the think craziest he, part is he wasn't necessarily playing every day. No, and I think he's earned that going forward. Yeah. yeah. I know it's looking way ahead, but I'll tell you what, if Brandon Marsh isn't an everyday player come next season, unless we somehow trade for Mike Trout, that loser, and he's part of a deal. Um, <laughs> but if he's on the active roster and he's not starting every single day, uh, I'm not going to like that. No, nah, I agree. And he's become a fan favorite in Philadelphia, obviously. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's got the whole, like... The, he's him and start of the daycare. He's got, like, the whole, like mystique around him too with like the beard and like the the long wet hair and <laughs> he's it's just a big just, fucking goofball he, yeah he's a big <laughs> he's a big goofball and and that's endearing and yeah. he's just he's just a really likable guy mm-hmm. every time the guy gets interviewed by uh airport uh john clark he always looks thrilled to get interviewed by him by the way mm-hmm. uh but every time he gets interviewed by him it's like He's like he always says, "Oh, it's such a blessing to be here." He's just a good dude. Well, it's it's crazy because he came from a losing culture in the Angels, and uh, he's probably so happy. He's I mean, yeah, he'd, he's probably more than thrilled. He he probably at this point doesn't give a fuck if he's playing or not, as long as he's around like a winning culture. Isn't it sad that if you ask Brandon Marsh right now off the record, "Hey, where would you rather be right now, teammates with Mike Trout and Shohei Otani <laughs> over there in Anaheim, or being on the Phillies?" He would say Philadelphia. Oh, 100%. I, I mean, it's... I'm not going to lie. I feel like a lot of people in the MLB would say Philadelphia. I feel like Shohei Otani would say <laughs> Philadelphia. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, he probably would. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. But Marsh has been... He, he's been that guy. He's mm-hmm. he's hitting the ball. I mean, dude, I remember the NLDS last year. We were at that game. We hit the big three-run homer. Yep. And that was just the beginning for him. Yeah. It really was. I mean, that was the beginning of this guy being... Cl- I know he went very, very cold. Uh, the rest of the playoffs, and most of the Phillies' offense did, especially in the World Series. But mm-hmm. this, it's just different now, man. Casti is a demon. Mm-hmm. Castellanos is a goddamn I, demon I, out there. Yeah, dude. I, it's He's just, been fucking killing it. It's unbelievable. And the nice part was, it's like, obviously, he was killing it for the, the Braves series and then also for the first game of the D-back series. But then it's like, he cooled off last night, but other people stepped up. But and that's what and you want to see. that's the thing about this team, man. Yeah. And by the way, his his back got taken out of his hands by Tori Lovello uh, late in the game last night too with the intentional mm-hmm. walk. Yeah. So it's like he might have done some damage there. He probably would have. He really would have. Which, I mean, by the way, it, it's just great to see him laying off the shit he was striking out on last year. Because like, agree. like every time I see a slider down and away, I've obviously I obviously have flashbacks to Ryan Howard when I was a kid and just watching him swing through every single one of them time after time. And last year in the fucking, especially in the World Series, watching Casty end it on that, and then of course, like, he, of course, he was the final out. Yeah, and naturally. Then this year to just see him like really take it upon himself to like make sure he make it to make a point that he's not going to swing at those. Yeah, it's just unbelievable. Like the this, the swing and miss rate on those for him has gone has plummeted this year. Yeah, and especially it, in the playoffs. And that's great to see. Mm-hmm. But um, speaking of Tori Lovello making questionable moves during a game, which wasn't really a questionable move, taking Castellanos' bat out of his hands, because who wouldn't do that? Yeah. But I think he's managed uh, the series through two games in a horrendous way. I think I don't understand half of the decisions he's made. I don't understand Corbin Carroll getting on base back-to-back games mm-hmm. uh, and just and not even attempting to run. It's so weird. That That's the weirdest part. I think they're terrified of JT. They're, I think they're terrified of not only JT, which is a great point, but I think they're terrified of this Phillies team, period. Yeah. 
Yeah. I think they're terrified to to play Diamondbacks baseball like they, they don't that got them up. through the summer, mm-hmm. which was get on base, run, mm-hmm. run, 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 and hit homers. Yeah. Like that's what the Diamondbacks did. That's why they got to where they are right now. Now it did help that they faced a Brewers team that wasn't any good mm-hmm. in the, in the first round. And a Dodgers team that was completely decimated pitch, starting pitching wise, and and I mean their bullpen sucked too. So I mean they had an easier path to the NLCS than the Phillies did. But um, well, actually, I don't know if the Marlins were easier, if the Brewers were easier, but whatever. That's neither here nor there. It doesn't matter. Uh, but I mean, Marlins were hotter coming in than the Brewers were. Yeah. So and, I'd I'd say the the Brewers are probably easier. Yeah, pr- probably. And the Marlins have a better offense. Mm-hmm. Um, but whatever. It's just crazy that and, and by the way, last night, Corbin Carroll gets on base again. The Diamondbacks were given a gift by Trey Turner mm-hmm. uh muffing yet another routine ground ball. And nothing they, they got nothing out of it, which yeah. I'm thrilled about. Yeah. But as a baseball fan, you're sitting there like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. And even the announcers, and obviously we could talk about them a little bit more in detail later, but even they were like, why isn't he running? Where, he hasn't even flinched or moved or anything. Well, like, they were, <laughs> well, Brian Anderson, the play-by-play guy, was literally setting up yeah. Corbin Carroll's uh, eventual steal yeah. or st- steal For attempt. Every time he was on base. Every yeah. time he was on base. So For the past two games. And, and going into the Diamondback series, going into this series... What would you say the Phillies have to do? Contain Keep, yeah. Corbin Carroll. Literally, that's it. And try to get to their starters early. Mm-hmm. And listen, I think both of those guys, and Gallon and especially Merrill Kelly last night, pitched pitch well. Yeah. I mean, the only hits that Kelly gave up last night were the three solo homers. Mm-hmm. I think he went, what, five and two-thirds or six innings or some shit like yeah. that? So, I mean, they're starting... <laughs> they're two best pitchers. Pitched well, and we still beat them handily. Mm-hmm. It's just like I don't see them. I, I I just don't see them winning three in a row in Arizona. No. The Diamondbacks, that is. No. I I just don't. I don't see it. No, they might steal one here. That like you never know. But I think if they snag a game, it's going to be uh, game three. I I, I think yeah, tom- I tomorrow mean, might be one of those games. I I don't know, which is possible. But I don't know. Other than that, man, I think if the Phillies win tomorrow. Phillies win game three. It's a wrap. No, yeah, that I it's mean, they're be a just sweep. they're so fucking like the Phillies are so locked in. Like watching them play, you could just tell they're fucking locked the fuck in. And just like that, another NLCS, another Kyle Schwarber arrival. <laughs> I mean, that's I mean, okay. Hey, I'm fine if he's taking off to the CS. That's like that's fine. fine. Dude, that's I when I fuck. need you. Like <laughs> that guy is Because we can get through the, the shittier teams. Well, not necessarily the Braves. We, we that would have been nice to have him in that uh, series. That would have been awesome. But if we can get through the Braves and we can get through shittier teams in the first two rounds and then he'll just fucking come absolutely alive and just start hitting a bomb a game in the in the uh in the cs, CS and beyond uh that's fine by me dude I don't I, care. <laughs> look at how many moments have happened already yeah. in, the, in this playoffs yeah look at how many moments yeah whether whether it be defensive plays by alec bohm over there whether it be johan rojas doing his thing in center field the home runs obviously yeah i mean there's just so many <laughs> bryce harper nick castellanos kyle schwerber already with multiple homer games mm-hmm. in the fucking postseason <laughs> against Supposedly good pitching. Yeah, it's, some it's, of some of the best pitching. I mean, what do we have last contenders. year? I think last year's postseason was fun too. I think that wild card game, yeah. the comeback game, was. Just, I'll never I forget mean, that, that comeback that game. That set the tone. Yeah. That set the fucking tone. Every time I think about that wild card series, I know most people jump directly to Gene Segura's hit and him jumping in the air and everything. I automatically think of Alec Boehm getting hit. And just clapping immediately. Yes. Getting on base. That was awesome. Passing the baton. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'll always... Re- so that was epic. That yeah. Cardinals that Cardinals game was epic. And I think it was game two when Harper launched the homer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, game one was the one that they started at fucking one o'clock. Yeah. On a uh, Friday. Yeah, that was horrible. I was so fucking pissed. But uh, that was bad. That was... Horrible. First Phillies playoff game in 11 years, and they decided to do it in the middle of the day on no. a Friday. <laughs> that was extremely annoying. And Michael, like, K-, on, Michael K is the announcer with A-Rod. It's just like, all right, yeah, I could deal without this. But, but yeah, uh, but yeah. So you have that game, that rally. Uh, obviously, the Reese bat spike. Obviously, the swing of your life, swing mm-hmm. of his life Bethlehem by Harper. Bevlam at the bank, and then the robbery at the bank in the World Series, and then yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, but like for the Phillies, no. Well, actually, let's be real. The uh, game three in the World Series uh, was that the JT. No, that was the seven. That was like the seven homer game. Oh yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, well, I think the Phillies had signs. I honestly do, but whatever. <laughs> that was still very, very fun. Um, what else? Uh, like 
there are moments from last season, obviously. They went to the World Series, they won the pennant. Mm-hmm. So there are moments. But I feel like this year, and it might be recency bias, but this year it seems like there are already more moments in this playoffs that you're like, holy shit, than there were last last postseason as a whole. Well, you just have a better all around roster yeah. this year. And I think that's that's what the that's what it's because of. Yeah. Like like World Series wise, besides the that game that you mentioned where they just kept hitting Homer after Homer. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was obviously fun, but I remember the JT when we were at Xfinity watching that the yeah. JT Homer and extra innings yep. in Houston to put them ahead, and you're like, holy shit! Like, I mean that that's a moment I'll always remember. Mm-hmm. And then you have obviously the uh, I I'll always think about the Schwarber home run to try to get things going at Game Five. Yeah, when we were at the when we were there, but also in that game there was the robbery at the bank and Trey Mancini plays out of his mind defensively down the first baseline. It's like oh fuck, the <laughs> no hitter the no hitter was pretty memorable. Honestly, uh, no, <laughs> it was memorable for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there's something special about this team. Yeah, like last year, you're like. Oh, you're like you're just along for the ride. Yeah, yeah. Last year, last year we were the D-backs. Yeah, we were the yeah we were yeah. the snakes last year. Yeah. That's except you know they're not getting out of the NLCS. No. There's no nah. shot. But well, yeah, very similar. They're they're us last year. We're the Astros last year. Yeah, yeah. I dude, hopefully, trust me, man. <laughs> trust me, dude. And I'm at the point where it's like, yeah, I was a couple of days ago. I was afraid of the Rangers, which I'm still kind of petrified of the Rangers. However, uh, the more I watch this team, especially after last night's ten to nothing murder. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? Give me anyone. G- well, give me, let's, let's give put me it anyone. This way. Who do you think's a better team, the Braves or the Rangers? Uh, all-around team. All-around team? I don't, you got to go Braves because the Braves got better pitching. I guess you got to go Braves. Yeah, I mean, I'm not afraid of Jordan Montgomery at all. Yeah. Give me Jordan Montgomery over Spencer Strider every Max day. Scherzer. Yeah, and watch Scherzer, who might get lit up tonight. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I think they're very different. But also very similar. I don't know. Yeah, I guess you have to go to the Braves. Yeah, and we fucking smoked them. We Obviously, smoked them. there's a little bit more there, like division rival, like yeah. more history. But like still, yeah, and. We dismantled the best offense in baseball. And Braves obviously had home field advantage, quote mm-hmm. unquote. Yeah. And Texas will have home field advantage in the World Series. No, so we will. I think the Rangers have it. No, no, the no. Astros don't. No, but think, the Rangers I think, do. I think it's the reverse. I think if we play the, the Astros at home over the Rangers, really? Yeah, it started in Houston. Yeah, it doesn't matter though, because I think we won. It goes by record. Then we win the season series against. Um, no, no, it goes by record. We won more games than the Rangers. Oh, whatever. But either way, I don't even care about home field advantage uh, or not, because I think either way we have home field advantage. Either way, mm-hmm. just with that ballpark, like I almost rather not have home field advantage. What, for the three straight games? Yeah. yeah, no, I know. I mean, dude, I think that that is a bigger advantage. It is. I mean, I get it. Game six and seven are important, too, but there's no guarantee it goes that far. Yeah. The Phillies have never played a game seven in franchise history. Mm-hmm. So the odds are we will never see a game seven. Ever. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't care. I'd rather have the three at home in the middle. But No, right. I agree. I mean, I like last year, just the formula was perfect. It was literally like split win one <laughs> and then just three at home. Easy. Yeah, it's crazy that the Phillies are actually winning game twos this year of a, of a playoff <laughs> yeah, series. Yeah. That, that's kind of been a th- not a thing. Yeah, Winning game twos. I can kind of get used to that. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine if this team sweeps? Um, who are we playing right now? D-backs. Sweeps the D-backs and then goes on to sweep the, the Rangers or the Astros. Fucking electric. Like, I mean, the whole six- I I want the Astros so bad. Yeah, I do too. I want to I, re- I I, I rematch. Yeah. I want to rematch. That'd be fucking awesome. I want to shell Justin Verlander. Mm-hmm. I want to shell Fromber. Mm-hmm. All those idiot losers. Yep. I want Jose Altuve <laughs> to get plunked because we're up 15 to nothing in game five about the clinch. <laughs> that that I want all of that. Yeah. How about the guy last night that ran onto the field? He got at Citizens Bank Park. Did you see that tie? He got fuck yeah. He that was smoked. a hell of a tackle. I yeah, dude, I thought it was uh, Brian Dawkins out there <laughs> working security for the for the Phillies. I, I think the best. I don't know who that security dude is, but he needs to he needs to go right might, across the street. Yeah, to he, the might, he might complex. be able to play some safety. <laughs> the uh, the crossing broad guys had him on Kyle and uh, How did they? Yeah, yeah. Kyle and Kevin had him on, and basically, um, he was like, "Yeah, I've been checking my phone because I don't want to miss a, a call from Howie." And he's like your typical like Philly guy. He's like, yeah, fu- yeah, I actually work for the birds too. He's like, he's got to be in his forties or fifties, mm-hmm. but like total 
Philly, just mm-hmm. a tank. I think he said he was 6'4", 265 or something <laughs> like Christ. that. So the guy's an absolute unit to begin with. And What's his 40 time? I don't know. <laughs> Can he play safety or linebacker? Yes, that's, that's, that's my biggest concern. I mean, I think he could, just by the eye test from last <laughs> night. I think he could. Um, but it, I, I thought the best part of that was the bullpen's reactions to it. Oh, my God. Well, the best part was, uh, did you? I don't know if you saw any of the interviews after, but they were all like cracking the fuck up because Alvarado acted like he was going to tackle the guy, yeah. so the guy was looking at him, and that's why he got leveled. Yeah. And then Soto literally just fell to the ground laughing. Laughing, yeah. And then they all started making fun of him and falling on the ground, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? Yeah, I, I read a... Uh, Matt Gelb had a piece in the Athletic. Like, yeah, that's what where, I was talking about. Yeah, where yeah. he mentioned it, and I was like, "Holy shit!" He said those guys were still talking about it like forty minutes after <laughs> after it happened. And <laughs> yeah, but yeah, he, uh, I'm glad Alvarado like didn't go with his instincts. I know he's not that dumb to like. Oh no! Potentially end his career because of some nah, idiot. He wouldn't do that. But uh, yeah, I wasn't a Phils fan. I'd assume it was. Yeah. Well, yeah. Consider there's probably zero Diamondbacks <laughs> fans yeah. there. Did you see that 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 um. Diamondbacks news station they sent one of their reporters to CBP and they were like oh so this guy caught up with a bunch of Diamondbacks fans at Citizens Bank Park he goes well actually no I didn't I couldn't find one single Diamondbacks (laughs) fan here and it was like an embarrassing segment because he was like there's literally no Arizona Diamondbacks here he said I've been here all afternoon all evening could not find one could not find one yeah, they're used to their $20 tickets at home. Yeah, exactly. They can't, they can't afford the big boy tickets here in Philly. <laughs> it's just so funny. I mean, yeah, I'm not bragging about the fact that they only have to pay $20 for tickets. I'm not. <laughs> yeah. Because I would rather pay that than the price we got. Oh, yeah, 100%. Oh, but it's re- but it's, I'm not it's ridiculous. Lie. It's like you're paying for the experience there. And that's like, yeah. dude. Well, when we man. did, I mean, it was worth it. Obviously. Yeah, I mean, our, our tickets were only 60 bucks in the DS last year. That's insane. That was, yeah, looking now, it's like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> That's insane. I, I would pay that over and over and over again. Easily. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, the, Ty, the same seats that we had in the DS last year. Guess how much they were this year? Oh, what? boy. 375 What the hell? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. 375 man. Yep. Yeah, you, you just can't make that up. I mean, that is, <laughs> that's inflation. And we were at the clincher. Like, it was like the perfect game to go to. It was incredible. Oh, I forgot when, when I, about the moments from last postseason. The JT inside the park home run. Yeah, that we couldn't that see. That we only saw half of. <laughs> Y'all want to hear a crazy ticket story? Let's yes. All right, so my co-worker bought tickets for the Phillies game. A couple games ago, $500. You know, you usually get the tickets through the email. Mm-hmm. He never gets the tickets. So the park calls him and lets him know, like, look, somebody else took the tickets. However, we're going to give you these set of tickets that's available. One of the tickets that was available were freaking the right behind home plate. What? Only and he didn't have to pay no more money. What? Dude, why can't that happen to us? That's amazing. Because we didn't buy tickets. Yeah, we didn't. <laughs> Dude, right Diamond be- Club seats. Diamond yeah, Club seats sick. for a playoff game. That that that's incredible. For five hundred bucks a pop. <laughs> Dude, that's incredible. They're probably going for five hundred thousand. Yes. I'm not gonna lie, I probably would have turned around and be like, nah, I'm just kidding. Yeah, but dude. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, if you wanted a little extra money, yeah. No, nah, I don't think I would. I would just go. That would have been a violation. That yeah. would have been a violation. Oh, 100 percent Oh, by the way, Ty, speaking of violations, there was a caller today on the sports radio <laughs> that said he was like, Hey, I was at I was at the Flyers game last night. What? But I double dipped. And they were like, mm, you double dipped. So you left the Flyers game early, right? And you went and saw, you know, the first pitch of the fucking NLCS. Oh, no, no, no. I waited until the Flyers game was over. And then I went across the street and I got there in the third inning. It's like, well, I was laughing at because they were in they my were opinion. Showing, that's a violation. They were showing people that were at the Phillies game in Flyers gear. And I was like, guys, yeah, that's another doing, violation. Dude? Like, come on, man. See, this is the reason why we need a sound drop board. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 100 oh, percent. I mean, when I heard and the guy was like so excited, it was almost like he was flexing that. Hey, I double dip, which it would have been a flex if he mentioned that. Oh, no, I left the Flyers game early. <laughs> yeah. So I could see the first pitch of the NLCS. Yeah. But no, and I also wore my Phillies gear to the Flyers game, knowing right. I was going to the Phillies NLCS after. <laughs> That's it's just a total, total violation. Absolute loser behavior. Uh, who raised these people? These animals? <laughs> it, it's it's blasphemy. Probably, probably Delco people. Probably. <laughs> it's, it's it's blasphemy though when you think about it. Yeah. Like if you, all right, dude. Playoff game. This team is at the time four wins, four wins from advancing to the World Series, three wins from advancing to the World Series, whatever it was. And you're going to wait until the Flyers game's over <laughs> to go across the street 
knowing that you're going to be late for the Phillies game. At least you didn't go to the Mexico Germany game instead. Yeah, now that would have been <laughs> that would have been a total total blasphemy. You wouldn't be allowed to purchase tickets. No, no, no. <laughs> Friend of the show Marco was there last night. He went. Yep. Did he make it home okay? Uh, yeah. And by the way, shout out to Marco because he is like not even that big of a baseball fan. Mm-hmm. But even after the match was over, he went. Was that what they call it? Matches. I don't yeah. Know. He went across the street and uh, stayed until the final out of the Phillies game, <laughs> outside, so he could celebrate. Man, he's Dance a Cowboys Atlanta. fan. I think he's a Dolphins fan. Oh, okay. Daniel's a Cowboys Daniel's fan. Daniel's a Cowboys fan. Yeah, Daniel's never allowed to come on the show. No. Never. God, Marco's, no. there's an open invitation because I think that we're <laughs> going to destroy the Dolphins on Monday night with uh, star receiver Julio Jones. Sunday night. Sunday night. Sunday night with future <laughs> Hall of Famer Julio Jones. Uh, but we'll save that for um, for when Vince comes back, probably, because I don't feel like talking about <laughs> I don't Julio feel like, Jones. I mean, uh, all all right, you say, know what? While we're on the all topic. All I got to say about the Eagles is, man, that was a dog shit game on Sunday. Well, I think that the, was probably some of the worst football I've watched in a while. The Phillies offense was better than the Eagles offense. <laughs> just, well, yeah, just, just a little bit. Just in game two. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, that was pretty bad. Yeah, I, I like I was just sitting there like in misery, like for the entire second half. Yeah, but here's the thing. I They're, they're going to bounce back. Oh, they will. Against the Dolphins. Yeah, I, I think, think they will. I, I really I, I have a dub this week. The one thing that really hurt me was the fact that they did it in the white and blacks, which is one of my favorite uniforms. Yes. Now that now they're now yeah. they're now they're cursed for me. Yes. You know, it's like, yeah, I, I don't I don't want to see them ever wear them again because I just watched the most dog shit football I watched. And you're gonna be like reminded of that. Yeah. yeah. Now I feel that. And but the other thing is they're wearing the Kelly Greens this week. If they get blasted in the Kelly Greens, I I'm already, I don't even know. I'm already a little concerned. <laughs> I'm already a little concerned about the Kelly Green game. With Devontae Smith potentially not playing potentially not playing this week. Potentially. I think he will, but potentially. Yeah, will. And with Lane Johnson potentially not playing this week, which I think he will because yeah. he's Lane Johnson. But can you imagine if one or both of those guys missed the Kelly Green game? Oh my god. That, I mean that horrible. that would honestly even horrible. Even if they win the game. It w- it At wouldn't cost. <laughs> it wouldn't feel right. I mean no, it, it really wouldn't. I mean yeah. like you need to see Lane Johnson and Devontae Smith active for for the especially for the Kelly Green game. It is the most anticipated well, the game of the, of the season. It's so not the far. only one of the year. No, it's not. But I mean, dude, it's the first one. I know. It's the first one. It's the first one. It's the first one. special. Yeah. Yeah, the first one's special. And man. it's against one of the best. You remember teams your first right time? Now. How special was it? <laughs> My first time wearing a Kelly Green jersey. Yeah, your first time wearing a <laughs> Kelly Green jersey. Exactly. We won't do the horny hour today, but but we can. But we don't want Vince to miss that. Um, yeah, and we, we know he's s- the horniest one out of all three of us. He so. low key is. <laughs> I think he's got some deep seated issues when it comes to that. But whatever. I'll break Vince's sex sexology down later. I think the most disappointing part about that Jets game was that the the obvious way to win was right in front of them. Yeah. And they just didn't do it. Yeah. The Jets were 24th in the NFL in yards per carry. I think 29th mm-hmm. in um, rushing yards given Are up. Are you trying yeah. to say the Eagles didn't uh, run the ball that yeah, much? Yeah, it's like it's mm. like they almost stopped listening to Yeah, uh, I, I wonder why they <laughs> WIP didn't. callers from two years yeah, ago. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of, kind of perplexing. I mean, the, the whole game plan was totally insane. I mean, the other thing too is it's like Lane Johnson goes down here. Obviously, the pass protection isn't there. Right, as soon not. as he's out, Jack Driscoll, he fucking blows. He stinks. Jack and Driscoll like, plays, plays like Jack shit. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, Jack like, sh- shit school. <laughs> Jack shit shit school. Right, well, now you're starting to sound like the fucking uh, the like interviewer Herb, last like, night. Like Herb in the Northeast? No, the interviewer last night that was interviewed uh, Schwarber, he's like, he's like, what do you, uh, Kyle, what do you, what do you, oh, what, yeah, do you that, the, that, what do you call the, what do you call the, what do you call the, your wheels? You were running. And Kyle's like, <laughs> Kyle's like, Kyle looked my at brother him like, in Christ. He's like, uh, yeah, sure, whatever. Wheels. Yeah, yeah wheels. <laughs> dude. dude, that TBS team is they're just, horrendous. I mean, they're bad. They're horrendous. I, I, don't, I don't know why everyone's fascinated with Ron Darling. I just, I couldn't care uh, less about him. I think he's horrible. It was funny because one of my friends said like, Jeff oh, Rancor sucks. Yeah, Jeff Rancor is a fucking idiot. But I, one of my friends was like, oh, I can see why Ron Darling's commentary is good. And then like literally an hour later, another one of my buddies goes, this is the worst commentary I've ever heard. Why is Ron Darling even a fucking sports announcer? It, like, it's bad. I mean, it's very I'm bad. Like, I'm like, yeah, honestly, I'm sitting here thinking the same thing. And like my one friend's like, 
Yeah, you, I think you guys are right. <laughs> like, <laughs> he was a great player, don't get me wrong, but it's like that doesn't mean you're a great commentator. No. Look at Matt Stairs. We all love Matt Stairs. He was horrendous <laughs> at, at being a broadcaster. Yeah. Jamie Moyer was one of the worst I've ever heard in my entire life. Yeah, but I'd listen to it just because he's fucking funny. Yeah. He's Screaming two hands every time there's a <laughs> pop-up on the infield. Like, come on, Jamie. You know who's the GOAT, though? Who? John Krug. Oh, Krug's the best. Best former player commentator. <laughs> and you know what grinds my gears? You know what really grinds my gears? Thank you. Um, <laughs> is when you see the net, like the point zero zero three percent of people on Twitter that actually complain about John Crux's commentary. I've never seen it. And I've, I've ever seen, do it, see it, and I've, I've, <laughs> I've, dude, I, I said things I shouldn't have said. I've said things that are definitely not going to allow me to get future employment opportunities. <laughs> but it was all for John Crux. All right, worth and it. and I will defend that man to death. Hundred percent to the it. death. <laughs> I mean, seriously, if if it came down to protecting John Cruck or any member of my immediate family, I would choose John Cruck. <laughs> That's how much John Cruck means to me, to the city, to Chris Farley's dead uh, corpse. He <laughs> he means so much to David Letterman, who used to have him on just because he was John fucking Cruck, baby. I mean, John Cruck is a legend. And if Citizens Bank Park doesn't have a John Cruck statue erected, I can I can use that word on a podcast. <laughs> erected. If a Crux statue is not erected at Citizens Bank Park before he eventually goes to his, uh, he's never gonna die. Future, you know, resting place. He's never then gonna die. I think uh, that's a bad job by the Phillies. Yeah, I think there should be a John Crux statue somewhere. Put no, it at I the agree. art museum for all I give a shit. <laughs> I don't care. Top of the steps. Top of the at steps. At least we'd have a real person at the top of the steps. I mean, <laughs> dude, seriously, John Krug way greater than Rocky. <laughs> I mean, besides uh, three, three was pretty good. But um, no, seriously, what? we need Rocky we need. Four, dude. I don't like Rocky Four. I think we it was won the Cold War. We, yeah, we did. And uh, Adrian because of that movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the whole thing. I think Rocky sucks. Hot take. Hot. Ta- I'll, I'll admit it right now. That's another thing that probably won't get me hired at a lot of uh, establishments. But <laughs> I don't think Rocky is that good. I think it's overrated, and I think the guy is like. Well, not, you also just don't like movies. It's not real, though, dude. Like everyone's like, "Oh, Rocky, he's not real." Yeah, but you also just don't like movies because you have the attention span of a gnat. I do, but like marijuana <laughs> has helped to open my mind to movies. Yeah, I did get you hooked on Star Wars. Yeah, That's Star true. Wars. But if it wasn't for marijuana, I don't think I would ever watch Star Wars. No. But no. now that I'm, by the way, medical. By the way, I have a permission from my doctor. Okay. <laughs> Um, a doctor. A doctor. Some doctor. random doctor. I don't even think she was a doctor. I got on the phone with her. I was like, this does not sound like a doctor. She was like, yo, my name's so-and-so. What's up? I'm like, oh. <laughs> Sounds like a Harvard grad to me. But uh, anyway, yeah. So Rocky, what else do we have to hit? Kicking and Screaming was a good movie, though. That's one movie I really like. And Big Daddy. But other than that, yeah, I'm not really a movies man. I'm not. Like, you could ask me to, to like list five movies that I've watched that were profound that you've Passion also watched. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> that you would Moses think Ten are like unanimously like goaded movies. I probably haven't watched them. <laughs> probably not. Jesus of Galilee. Yeah, Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus of Nazareth. Yeah, uh, the, yeah, yeah the, all the religious indoctrination movies yep. that we were forced to watch in Catholic school. <laughs> I like those, but I don't even like them. I've, I've just watched them. <laughs> It's it's not even about liking or not liking. It's just oh, I I've seen that, but I've yeah. consumed that media. I've consumed that media, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, dude, I I don't think I've ever watched like a lot of the baseball movies that people are like, oh, greatest baseball movie ever, Moneyball. Yeah, I have watched Moneyball. Oh, I mean, then you're good. I've watched Moneyball like, <laughs> but the first time I ever watched it was like a couple months ago with my brother. No shit. Yeah, he made me watch it. That's one of the greatest movies, well, greatest baseball movies of all time. Yeah, before Jonah Hill, you know, got canceled. Lost all that weight. What? He got canceled. For what? Uh, I think he said some like disgusting things to his girlfriend at the time or something. Like he was oh, like, yeah, very he was like controlling. Or something. Yeah, 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 I remember. Something Trevor Bauer ish. Yeah, but then he brought Kanye back, so he got he got a reprieve. Oh, he did bring Kanye back. Yeah, That's so we're true. good now. Fun fact about <laughs> Moneyball though: Ricky Metallica is actually technically in it. Former Phillies closer. He's like on the chalkboard during like one is of he? the yeah one of the scenes <laughs> like of you know there's Ricky Batalco's name <laughs> which is kind of strange but you know he's a goat Ricky Bell <laughs> how about a log how about the logger up last night logger ups have been getting better I honestly I I keep forgetting to switch to fucking uh, NBC uh, to, Sports yeah, after NBC to watch post game yeah my dad forces me <laughs> my dad will not sit through and my dad loves Pedro but he will not sit through 
60 oh, minutes I just of haven't Pedro, even been Mart- watching it. Pedro Martinez just going on and on. Yeah. I, I literally, I, I like zoned out last night watching it. Well, we know why. I just wanted to see Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy. The, but, by the way, I don't think it's a good look. <laughs> I don't think Jimmy Rollins with gray hair is a good look. I, I, I just don't think it is. I okay. think J-Roll needs a little touch of gray. That's all. To make it grayer? No, to make it like not gray. Touch of gray makes it gray. Right, whatever. Rogaine or whatever. <laughs> Dude, whatever. What? He needs to get rid of the gray. And he, he's like, he thinks he looks good and he thinks he looks, you know, like established because now I'm old, Jimmy Rollins. But dude, he's got a young face. He can get away. He does have a young face. I'll Thank give you. you. He looks the same as he, he did look exactly 15 years ago. But he needs to get rid of the gray. God damn it. <laughs> And then they had Charles Barkley. And this. then he had Charles. <laughs> that, that was funny. I mean, uh, Charles Barkley has to be on the the postseason preview. Of course. Why oh, not? That's fucking God. hysterical, dude. Known uh, Phillies analyst or <laughs> baseball analyst Charles Barkley's got to get his two cents in. Yeah, he's the best part of inside the NBA. Now, I know that, but this Shaq. is but this is like a, a playoff game, a, a baseball playoff game. Yeah, but this is the only time of the year they have that show for. <laughs> oh, dude, <laughs> baseball. And I guess it's uh, if they had Shaq, I would have really lost my my marbles. <laughs> if it, yeah, Ernie's like, hey, now we got Shaq to preview <laughs> the Arizona Diamondbacks and the Philadelphia Phillies. <laughs> like, like no, don't do that. They're gonna That'd do kind of awesome. It's is uh, no, they're not doing the World Series. It's Fox again, right? Yeah. Thank God we get Joe Davis. <laughs> Joe Davis back and that horrible John Smoltz. Horrible. Horrible. Talk he does about fucking suck, oh, dude. man. I'd rather listen to the ghost of Tim McCarver <laughs> than fucking John Smoltz. Let's uh, let's bring uh now nah, let's bring Jimmy Moyer in. I'd rather listen no, to that. <laughs> I don't know about that. It's it's gotta be a tie between Smoltz and Moyer for most horrendous broadcaster <laughs> yeah, but at least, ever. At least you like Moyer because he was on the Phillies. Yeah, of course. Smoltz was a lifetime brave, so yeah. fuck him. Yeah, fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> John Smoltz. It's like, come on, dude. Yeah, he was a great pitcher, but I mean, all he does is talk. Joe Davis. I can picture Joe Davis literally like Calling having your like, son being born. No, like, like, <laughs> sure. He's coming down the birth canal, <laughs> and Seamus just suffered a heart attack. But um, no, I could see him going into oh the broadcast. Oh my god, the push booth. of her life. <laughs> the push of her life. I can. <laughs> That's a good one. The push of her life. By the way, we found a title for the show tonight. <laughs> The push of her life. But uh, I could see Joe Davis in the broadcast booth with like scissors. Like I'm thinking like game two of the World Series. Wait, wait, to cut the umbilical cord. Phil- oh, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Phillies Astros, you know, real tense moment. Smoltz is like, yeah, well, you see, Nola, I mean, like I used to pitch like that before. And if he really throws this 93% of the time, and Joe Davis is like trying to say something. Just cuts the uh, there goes cord. A, yep, cut the cord. <laughs> cut the cord. <laughs> or, you know, poisons him. He could do that. Oh. I'm, I'm not well, advocating. I mean, if he had his scissors, he could just stab him in the neck. <laughs> I mean, since, since we're going down that <laughs> That'd route. That'd be a very always sunny Can you imagine happen, if, if John Smoltz got murdered by Joe Davis That'd in the booth awesome. during a game? <laughs> and then they still bring Joe Davis back from prison the next year. Just <laughs> <laughs> like he's, he's sitting in his prison cell on a fucking 20-minute delay just like calling it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he's so good. That would be more iconic than, you know, the Sunday night football game getting interrupted. And because a guy died on the field? No, because John Lennon died. <laughs> no, like, come right. on, man. I know he was like a cultural icon and you yeah, know he was also a piece of shit, so Yeah, I mean, dude. Like I'll never forget I forget the broadcaster's name. Ty, you might know it. I I I don't know it. But they were it was like the middle of it was either a Sunday night or I guess it was before was it before Monday night? How how long has Monday night football been a thing? I don't know. Oh, that was a national game. I think it was on ESPN. And they were like coming back from commercial break and I think it was like during the kickoff. Uh, somebody or a punt or some shit and one of the announcers was like and we bring you the sad news John Lennon is dead and we're like well dude I mean can you at least let the people enjoy the football game before you tell them that <laughs> that does remind me of uh, during the Phil's game when they announced about Osama Bin Laden Osama, and it was just yeah, fucking yeah. electric and instead of chanting Obama they chanted <laughs> USA I'll never understand that Yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, because the commander in chief is the one that said yeah go do it <laughs> fuckers ladies and gentlemen we got them that might be like putting politics aside listen i'm no fan of you know barack obama either you know unless i like drone drone attacks you know and you know you know bombing you know the middle east but i mean that's that might be the most badass thing a president of the united states has ever done mm-hmm. killing obama yeah because <laughs> or o- osama <laughs> cut that killing osama <laughs> that was bad 
But yeah, you know that what I mean. That was a slip up, Secret Service. That was a slip yeah, up. Yeah, that was a that was a slip up. Now and now I'm gonna get arrested. Jesus Christ! I literally said Obama did. The <laughs> All right, we found a new. We found a new. I literally said Obama did, the most, Obama did the most badass thing that a president has ever done. Killing Obama. Well, actually, the second most badass thing a president has ever now done. Now watch his drive. Yeah, I don't suggest that as a title. Well, yeah, you're not getting me shot by the Secret Service. <laughs> All right, but I, that was a that was a bad move by me. That, that was what, a bad killing move. Obama? No, the slip up. That was a bad move. And I apologize at FBI. But um, no, uh, that's the second most badass thing a president has ever done. So I go Obama number two for that. The most badass thing a president has ever done was having sex with Marilyn Monroe <laughs> while president of the United States. And married. And well, I don't like that part necessarily, but I mean, sure. It's it depends. It depends on who you ask. That could be badass. It could be, you know, you're going to hell. But either way, it's badass, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Having sex with Marilyn Monroe while president of the United States, super badass. Mm -hmm. So I go banging Marilyn uh, Monroe, killing Osama <laughs> bin <go>. Laden. <laughs> and what's the third badass thing ever done? Uh, doing 9-11. That goes... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, we won't get into that. Uh, <laughs> it's true, though. It's just a joke. Cut Setting that. up a massive... <laughs> cut that, cut that, cut that, cut that. So all this to say... Uh, Phillies are six away mm -hmm. from a World Series championship, and ah, uh, I'm feeling the parade should take place in a different spot this time instead of Broad Street. No, I think it should be Second Street. You no. know, a party with the Mummers down there in South Philly. No. I think that'd be more fun. There's no room. Be no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, it's got to be Broad Street, <laughs> or as Charlie Manuel's called it, Broadway. <laughs> I'll never forget. You know, like a going down Broadway. You know, also like a speaking of speaking of Skipper. You know, shout out to him for. Yeah. Fucking being able to swing a bat while Nick yeah, Castellanos hits home. <laughs> yeah, after having a stroke. That was just perfect timing, man. It was like they're showing the clips of Charlie, like, getting better and, like, pretending to swing a bat. Yeah. And then they come back and Cassie's belting a fucking home run. And, and this is, yeah, I know. It was great. It was epic. But this is going to get me into trouble, too. But yeah, I don't care at this point. I've already said insane <laughs> shit all night. Um, and I won't get into detail. But I think it's crazy that there are uh, currently events taking place. Uh, across the world, and mm -hmm. Castellanos is, you know, on a heater. I'll, I'll leave it at that. Yeah, I'll leave it at that. Anytime something insane, tragic slash horrific happens, Castie goes on a heater. Mm -hmm. And I know people say, "Oh, it's a coincidence." Every time, <laughs> it's literally every single time. It's every time. <laughs> so uh, I'm not hoping that that you know thing he's continues. A, he's but a citizen of the world. He is a citizen of the world. And by the way, I I absolutely love Liam Castellanos. He is the fucking best. Liam Castellanos, much like Jack Fritz, deserves deserves a ring. Yeah. I mean, deserves oh, 100%. like completely deserves 100%. a ring. 100%. Because this guy is on another level when Liam is there. Mm -hmm. And Liam brings the vibes to Citizens Bank Park. I mean, seeing him at Xfinity uh when we were there last Thursday, like him and Bryson just over the fucking over the fucking railing, banging on the railing to AO. Yeah, I was okay. getting scared. Like, don't dangle him. No, no, don't, they didn't don't, do don't pull an Eric Clapton <laughs> no, on that. No. Whoa, okay, no, they didn't do that. Or a Michael Jackson. <laughs> Michael Jackson did the same goddamn stupid thing. What's up with these? <laughs> they weren't dumb dangling him. He was just leaning over, hitting the nah, side. I know, but no, but I saw what's his name pick him up in the air. Stop, picked him up. He didn't put him over the crowd. He could have easily went flying. <laughs> Bryson Stott's used to throwing yeah, baseballs. And he, he would have been caught by the thousands of people that were standing below. That actually would have been pretty cool. That would have been very cool. Yeah. Crowd well, surf through. By the way, the DJ at Xfinity. Oh, I mean, I don't know. Why has he got to talk? <laughs> yeah, he does talk a little bit Talks a much. lot. He does I know talk it's his job, but just spin the records. Yeah, you don't need to talk. Spin the records. <laughs> spin the records, man. And he has to stop playing Dancing on My Own before games. Yeah, he should have learned from the I World really Series. don't like that. Last really year he like did that. I mean, I know they do it before every game, but every time I hear it, like I'm just like... I don't <laughs> even listen to it like pre-game. No, I only listen to it post-game. Post-game, you have to. Yeah. It's like the, the Sixers song, which shout out Joel for getting to deal with Skechers. I uh, <laughs> hope you're happy. Hope you're happy, Joe. <laughs> Uh, James Harden, where, where is he again? Uh, he's he, he, not. Uh, he with might the have team. had something to do today. That's what Joel said. He might have had something to do. Yeah, yeah, that was a direct quote, right? Yes. Seriously, yeah. Okay, so he might have had something to do today. Uh, his obligation is to be with the team. Um, that'll happen, sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they are. Um, that's a that's a sinking ship. That's <laughs> at least we're gonna get entertaining Pat Bev content this year. Who's a who's a Phillies fan now? By the way, yeah, I saw Pat Bev. Yeah. 
And did you also see that he was talking trash to Ben Simmons the whole time? Yeah, that's I love what, that. Like, that's the reason he got thrown out. <laughs> that's the reason why we signed Pat Bev is for shit like that. <laughs> no, literally. I mean, I do think he's going to be fucking hysterical here. Yeah, he will be. Like, he fits in very well with the city. Yeah, he does. But he just sucks as a player. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, I don't know. He's yeah. nothing special. How do, you, how do you pronounce the new guy's name that Harden hates? Oh, uh, Kelly Oubre Jr.? How do you say it? Oubre. Oubre? Yeah. I'm looking forward to him, I guess. Good Lord. That's how I know you aren't like an actual basketball fan. I mean, dude, nobody knows who <laughs> Kelly Oubre is. Oh, everybody knows who Kelly Oubre is. Does everyone is. know oh, who he is? Yes. Dude, he's the, Everyone he's, knows who he is. Yes. well known as the hottest man in the NBA. Oh, well, I mean, I should know that then, I guess. Yeah. But, you know. You're the horny one. I don't know. I think Austin Reeves is giving him a run for his money. And uh, Tony Parker. Is he still in the league? Yeah. yeah, yeah Tony, you got to be shitting me, right? <laughs> Tony Tony Parker was a good-looking man. Yeah, Tony Parker's still playing in the NBA while still being a Hall of fucking Famer. <laughs> while still also banging Eva Longoria. <laughs> well, no more. She moved on, tragically. Oh, by the way, that, that actually makes me want to mention something. If you're at the games, like... Yeah, and, what's going on? I mean, obviously, they're not coming back home, but like... I know. There's no Eva chance. No Eva chance. That was like the highlight of the 08 World Series. It would have been so whenever funny. Whenever Evan did anything, he would fuck up whatever he struck yeah. out, whatever, whenever he came up to bat. Eva. I, the I entire was shocked. stadium chanting. I, I think it's just because people, the people that are there don't know. Well, Desperate Housewives isn't necessarily on top of the charts anymore. But yeah, I but mean, still. That was, that's a tr- that was a tradition. It was a tradition. Everyone knows about it. Yeah. Like, I don't think everybody does because I think a lot of, I'm not going to lie, well, I think they, a lot they, they of the fans. They didn't go back and watch those 08 uh, no, World Series games. I think a lot of the fans that are at the Phillies game for the most part are kind of like Fairweather fans. Oh, yeah. They, they're just the rich people that have the money. And that's why I didn't necessarily get offended when there was a national guy that said, oh, yeah, there's a bunch of front runners. First of all, Jimmy Rollins called us a bunch of front runners too at one point. Uh, I think it's safe to say though that like there are a bunch of front runners at postseason games. Oh yeah, but that doesn't mean they don't bring the energy. No, no, yeah, I agree. But yeah, I think there are. But I think it's just there's a little bit of. Well, you see that, man. Yeah. I mean, you could see who's been grinding with this team through 162, on just based on social media posts. Mm-hmm. And, like, where were these tweets when I was literally having a heart attack on <laughs> April 15th? And, you know, I was, you know, uh, complaining about Josh Harrison. And you, the, the, oh, I forgot about that's him, a way man. to gauge. That feels like last season. Yeah, that's a way to gauge that who's been like watching all year. Season. Do you know who Josh Harrison is? <laughs> I mean, l- l- you can ask somebody that. Oh, remember when Josh Harrison what sucked? What if they blocked it out of their memory, though? And they, they genuinely can't remember. No, you're always going to get triggered by no, that name. I know. That that name is synonymous. It's like Antonio Bastardo for me. Yeah. I was going to say something <laughs> else, but it really would not have been fair to Josh Harrison. I was going to say Udu Barrera, and that's just... <laughs> no, he's synonymous with bad things because of the fact that he did something really bad off the court. Yeah. Off the field. And Tower looks like he lost about 150 pounds. Holy shit. We have a special guest for the last couple minutes. Is that a Haritos in your hand, Taylor? Haritos. Come here, bud. Yeah. You got to be, become cultured. By the way, Detroit looks really good. Hello. What's up, man? What do you got in there? Some tacos? Tower Cardatis has joined the show. Well, I figure with Haritos, I usually associate Haritos with Mexican food. Uh, let's see what he's got. He's opening his takeout. He's got Township Line, shame. Uh, Township Line sells Haritos? Oh, those are what I was talking oh. about. These goddamn sli- That's what I was talking about. Those fucking... That looks fucking And phenomenal. they call them sliders. They're not sliders. They're not <laughs> sliders. But, like, there's like six feet of... Uh, of chicken. Chicken hanging off the, the <laughs> bun. Yeah, Township Line, man. It's, that's a good stuff, man. They got some good food. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Yeah, they really do. You know, they're owned by um, uh, Albanian brothers. Very nice guys. Did we talk about James Harden yet? Uh, yeah. We actually just finished, yeah. Yeah, we just finished. Do you want to put your two cents in? He rules. He, yeah, <laughs> he's, he's, so awesome. he's the greatest. He fucking he's got something to do today. <laughs> he just does whatever the fuck he wants. <laughs> he's got something to do today. I, dude, I would have loved it if he like skipped, because I, I think what now I think I'm wrong, but I hope that, that at some point down the line there's a Sixers game going on, like say during a World Series game, and he just goes to the World Series game <laughs> and watches it in in like in like an Astros like jersey. He throws That'd out be sick if he was at the Astros games. That Astros would be really Phillies? funny, actually. Dude, that'd be sick, dude. What if he's there tonight? He's not, he's Throwing out our Arizona. ceremonial first <laughs> pitch. James Harden. No, it's in. Uh, oh, in Houston. No, mean. it's in Texas tonight. Actually, I was wrong. It's in, Ar- it's in Arlington. Dude, I listen. Yeah, boo. But at the same time, he's fun. He's fun. Yeah. 
That's why I want him to stick around for a little bit because we know he wanted is, to retire a Sixer. And, I, and I've been trying to tell Tower this for years. The Sixers are not worth like, you know, <laughs> stressing over. And every year you I stre- told you that. No, <laughs> is that what happened? But either way, like I told you, don't stress about the Sixers. They're never going anywhere. And now, now I'm, I feel like you're finally there, and you can just enjoy <laughs> the ship sinking. You thought they were winning a championship last year. So I did. I 100% did. <laughs> yeah, I did. Of course I did. Because I was... I just can't wait. That's when Gargano had a job. I can't wait. And he got <laughs> he got me through it. Like, he kept, you know, bullshitting me with, oh, bite us all, you know, all that. And now he's homeless. So, you know, whatever. But... Homeless uh, in Hill. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, should be, that should be, like, his new podcast. <laughs> homeless in Mullica Hill. And it's just him, like, on, like, a... Like his phone. It's like, me and the tuna. Oh, wait. The, the quality's bad. He gets like a fake tunis. It's like his son's like friend from school. <laughs> little like, Massimo. Me and, me and little Massimo gonna do the show. Don't fail the fighting. Let's go. I can't read my contracts. Yeah. That's, so that's the state that's of Philly sports it. media. Yeah. Uh, it's well, going down. Thank you By the way, he was right about that into. too, which we'll get into that later. <laughs> What was I right about? Uh, about you know the the both radio stations not being in good shape. <laughs> yeah. Despite the one radio station seemingly being in good shape, but we all know the truth. Yeah, we all know the truth. I mean, not that bold prediction, but I'll take it. Thanks. But uh, Herb of the Northeast is keeping the other station afloat. I will say that. <laughs> so it's Chuck and Mount Airy. But anyway, Ty's loving the name drops. Did I did I tell you I told Ty earlier? But did I tell you I was tailgating with Will of God, known caller Will of God. I he knows these people more than I. Okay. No, I, I was hanging out with him. He's not in good shape. He's got, he's got James's phone number. Now. He's got my How number. How concerned are you? I about can call Will of God right now. I can call him right now. No, it's oh, not. no I, I kind of want to see if he'll answer. Does James no. know the callers better than you do, Ty? Uh, let's see here. <laughs> oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent, dude. I'm locked in. Strange behavior. How's that strange? Because he worked there. It doesn't matter. I, dude, I worked there. <laughs> so let's see. I pay, I give them a lot of money by my downloads. Will of God. How do you get your contacts? <laughs> but, uh, All right. Thank you very much for listening. And from is it the over already? Thing. Yes. No, I have a prediction. <laughs> it's been over. I have a prediction. <laughs> I have a prediction for game seven of uh, the World Series this year. We're going to be, the Phillies were never we're gonna gonna play be in game it. Seven. We're going to be in it. And Harper's going to hit a dramatic home run. Okay. All right. All right. So, but wait, Be because because I'm calling Will of God. <laughs> All right. I didn't save his number. <laughs> Motherfucker. So... If Will of God ever calls me, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I will let you know. Um, yeah, it fucking sucks. I got to see if Jake has it. <laughs> Jake was like very creeped out by Will of God, like demanding to okay. put his phone number in there. But anyway, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, it's been fun. Uh, Tower's here and he's looking in shape. Thank you very much for listening. Ty, thanks, those, for, thanks for everything. Go Phils. Go Birds. Yep. Township Line is not a sponsor, by the way. Sixers. Eh. Uh, Sixers and six. And just keep dancing on your own. Sixers and six this year, third round. Eastern Conference Finals. Over the Raptors. Hashtag Goober. <laughs>